imagine that you walk up to the ticket counter at your local airport and you mm-hmm. say, I want to go on vacation. Well, the stewardess, if she's nice, she'll look at you and say, well, where do you want to go? Well, I don't know. You know, I want to go someplace maybe warm. Surprise maybe me, right? Warm. <laughs> surprise me, you know. And the surprise is she's she's tapping a button underneath the counter because you're Looney Tunes if you don't know where you want to go on your trip. So um, TSA or whatever they're called down the States are rushing now to come right. and intercept you at the <laughs> counter. So if you start with clarity and you understand where you want to go, you're going to get to your destination a whole lot faster. Life is going great until one day you're out of work. No matter how it happened, you need to find a new job pronto. The problem is no one ever taught you how to navigate the ever-shifting and ever-changing wasteland of applying for a job in the modern market. I'm Rob Conlon. And here on Recruiting Hell, I help people get jobs. I'm on a mission to help educate 10,000 job seekers on the best ways to get hired in the modern job market. No matter your field, this show is designed to help you level up your job hunting game and escape the many circles of Recruiting Hell. Step into my studio and let's get you the hell out of here. This episode of Recruiting Hell is generously supported by our friends at CoinList, one of the fastest growing companies in the cryptocurrency space. CoinList is hiring. Visit www.coinlist.co slash jobs to apply. Tell them Rob sent you. Hello and welcome to Recruiting Hell. This is our third and final part of our triple header with David Perry. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, number 50 and 51, Go back and get in on the conversation. There are so many opportunities to level up your job hunt in this three-pack of episodes. This could have been a season all on its own. But of course, we believe in giving you more here at Recruiting Hell, so there's going to be another eight episodes to finish out the season to episode 60. But here, David is holding down the middle of the season like a absolute champion. And we're going to rejoin the conversation already in progress and close it out. Thanks again for listening. Thank you. Well, yeah. I, 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 you know, you may decide you're going to cut this part out of the uh, the show, which is fine. But um, I think I sent you a copy of Diary of a Successful Job Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is the one that you know it's on Amazon, it's on AppSumo for a buck, or it's free on the website. Um, if you read through the forward, and I don't think you have because I just sent it a couple of days ago. If you read through the forward, um, I ask you to do two things after you get a job. Uh, the first thing is to find three friends while you've just gotten the job. Find three friends that are looking, sit them down and tell them what you learned um, and let them ask you questions so that they can go get a better job Right. Uh, too. And then, you know, if you're so inclined, drop me a note and tell me what worked, what didn't work. And if you found something else that works even better or you found a different, you know, a different flavor of vanilla, for uh, uh, one of these uh, uh, tactics, tell us uh, and let us share it with other people. That's yeah. how this moves us all forward. Definitely. Good stuff. Well, hey, David, we have covered a truckload of ground today. Literally, just like this has been just fabulous. 
Um, there are three or four really incredible techniques that you have shared with us today. And I'm just, I'm so thankful to you for bringing a, your a game personality wise, but B also your a game when it comes to like actual actionables. We love that on this show. So you've listened to a number of episodes of this and you know, at the end of the show, I turn the tables on, on a guest. Are there any other things that I missed, whether it's about your org, your work, your business, your insight on finding a job? that I didn't ask you that would help somebody else out there find a new position? Uh, yeah, we, we didn't actually say this specifically, but I kind of hint towards it. Go for it. Uh, and I'm kind of slow, so I'm, I'm going to assume nobody else picked it up either. Um, when you start looking for a job, the first thing you have to do is you have to start with clarity. Clarity. you you got to know what you want to do, who you want to do it for, and why they're going to be interested in talking to you. And let, let, let me put a little bit of a of a, of a, of a box around this. Uh, imagine that you walk up to the ticket counter at your local airport and you mm-hmm. say, I want to go on vacation. Well, the stewardess, if she's nice, she'll look at you and say, well, where do you want to go? Well, I don't know, you know. I want to go someplace maybe warm. Surprise maybe me, right? Warm. <laughs> surprise me, you know. And the surprise is she's she's tapping a button underneath the counter because you're Looney Tunes if you don't know where you want to go on your trip. So um, TSA or whatever they're called down the States are rushing now to come right. and intercept you at the <laughs> counter. So if you start with clarity and you understand where you want to go, you're going to get to your destination a whole lot faster. You're going to make it a much easier job for everybody that you're going to run into that's going to want to help you. Um, it'll go a lot faster. It's it's really smoother. And and as I say to uh, people all the time, especially now, you know, when I started out my career back in 1982, oh, God, I'm old. Um, you know, you're expected to get a job and keep it for the next 50 years. Right. You know, you, you hired to retire. You were hired to retire. Oh, thank God those days have changed. Um you got to think like you're playing pool. Okay? Okay. You're playing you're playing eight ball. Anybody can sink one shot. Two shots maybe. Three, eh. clear the table doesn't happen. It's the same in your career. Think about this. When you're going into an interview and the interviewer says, oh, where'd you like to be in five years? The answer is not, I want to have your job, honey. That's not the answer. That's what everybody told you was the answer. It's not. Right. Yes. But if you're clear about what you want to do, you can say, well, uh, I'd like this job right now because boom, boom, boom. And I, and I think if I'm really good at this, then the next job for me here would be this job. Right. And they'll say, uh, yeah. And if I do that really well, then, you know, I could probably move into this role. And if that's not available, I, I might have to go outside and get another job. But these are the next five jobs I see myself in over the next 10 or 15 years. Is that possible here? And you've done your research because you've done the newly departed. And you know that the manager sitting across from you who is interviewing you She's really smart. She's ambitious. She's got a brain. And you say, these are the next three jobs. Two of them are here. Mm-hmm. These are the next five jobs. She's going to be going, oh, my God. 
I've got a winner here on my team. I can take this person with me. Hallelujah, baby. The next five, the next five jobs are all lined up. It might not come out that way, but at least you understand the direction that you're headed. And they can help you get there. Wow. That, it's called, that, you know, they call it engagement now. They call sure. It, well, uh, we have to have to have to have candidate engagement. Candidate engagement is nothing more than making sure that the person that you've hired likes the job that they're in and uh, they're being, quote unquote, fulfilled while they make you a pile of money. Right. Because 82 percent of Americans either hate their job or really hate their job. You know, and <laughs> that right. affects productivity. So sure. why not line people up into the right jobs? Can you imagine going on an interview and they say, well, where do you see yourself in five years? And you tell them. Right. You actually give them the answer that they're looking yeah, for. Yeah, They go, oh, my God, I have an engaged, quote unquote, I have an engaged person here. No, you have a guy that's 75 years old, really, in, in a 23-year-old body who's thinking like someone used to think when I got out of the university. They actually understand what it is they want to do. So back to your question, clarity. And the clearer you are, the clearer, the easier it is for them to say yes, because everybody that hires anybody um, is worried about risk. You know, HR are in, are they in the risk avoidance business? Right, they have to be. Um, hiring managers too. You know, if you've got you hire a team of ten and seven of them are gone at the end of the year, ah, you're probably in trouble. Mm -hmm. And your bonus is affected oh, know, yeah. if you're still working there. So. That's one, I would say. You, you want more? If you got them, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I wrote a couple of these down because I knew they Good, were coming. Good, go for right? it. I'm glad, yeah. So, so here's, the, here's, here's, the, here's the, the best advice I can give anybody looking for a job. Stop applying for jobs. Stop. Just stop. Start applying two companies stop chasing a job you're one in a thousand or one in ten thousand right so when you apply for a job you're one in a you're a number when you stop applying for a job and you start applying to companies you're doing your research you know what their their, their issues are um, you know what you can do for them when you start to go after them you're no longer one in a thousand you're one in, oh yeah, one. You're Got in a it. Pool of one. So if if you want to start your own job board, do your top ten, and and you're going to be the only person that's going to go after those ten jobs, because there isn't anybody else that is as unique as you are. There isn't. No one has your skills. No one else has your experience. You are completely unique, and you deserve to be happy. So. Why not figure out what that's going to take? Because when you find it, believe me, when you're sitting across the table from a hiring manager who says, well, because they all say this, or a lot of them say it so snarkily, well, why, why should we hire you? Well, when you lean in and give them the top three reasons, it, you're going to be pretty compelling. Yeah. It's game over. Excellent. 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 Well, good deal, David. Those those were just fabulous to to bring to people. I think that's that may be the most value in that question segment that we've had in in fifty some episodes, which is just awesome. So you want a bonus? Let's go. Okay. So a lot of people use LinkedIn. Right. Most people use it wrong. Even if they're engineers, 
and I'll give you the story. You can decide to, to, to keep it in or not. But most people treat LinkedIn like it's another resume. So they take their sure. resume and they stuff it in wherever it is. So you, you, you got to imagine the life of, of a recruiter. And I'm, I'm, I'm giving this speech. It's the same place I'm giving this speech when I got to talk to Krista in Detroit afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Detroit. It's 2008 or 2009. There's 700 people and some odd in the audience. And uh, Kevin and I are talking. I always talk with, with a partner. There's always two of us talking at the same time. And I said to the audience, I said, so um, how many jobs are there for exhaust systems engineers right now in Detroit? And we went around the room. You know, we let them shout it out. It's like playing um, Stump the Recruiter. I play for money. Right. Um, <laughs> I said, 20 bucks. You get the right answer, 20 bucks. It's a, it's a U.S. 20. It's not a Canadian. Yeah, not a, not a Canadian real. 20. You know, it's green. Um, <laughs> and we go around the room and, and you know, and, and they all say none. And I said, I said, you know what? I would have thought that too, you know, given the economy and all. But uh, this morning at about 5.30, I uh, went on Google and I did a search for exhaust systems engineers jobs in Detroit. And Google says there's 32. And Twitter says there's 16. And blah, blah. When I, I did this with three different uh, platforms. Mm-hmm. And I said, so I would like all the exhaust systems engineers in the audience to please stand now. So they all stood up. You know, there's probably about 40 or 50 of them. And I said, okay, remain standing. If this, if, if, after I tell you this, remain standing if I would have found you. I am a recruiter. I'm a simple BA, you know, Bachelor of Arts in Economics. You're all engineers and i pronounce it engineers on purpose just to annoy them you're all (laughs) way smarter than me i know this you're way smarter than the average recruiter but you need to know that because if a recruiter has a job order and it's for an exhaust systems engineer in detroit do you know what they do of course you don't because you're all in the audience right i said they go to linkedin or they go to google and they type in Exhaust Systems Engineer, Detroit. And then they hit the button. And it goes away and it comes back. And my God, there's no results. So let me ask you people in the audience. If I went on to LinkedIn today and I said Exhaust Systems Engineer, Detroit, how many of you would I find? And I would only find you, by the way, if you'd use those words, Exhaust Systems Engineer and Detroit. They all sat down, all of them. Really? I said, I said, listen, tonight when you go home, if, you order, if you're going to order a pizza and you go to the Yellow Pages, some folks won't know what Yellow Pages are. You can explain to them. Right. <laughs> or you use Google and you're looking for a pizza. Do you go to the Chinese food section of the Yellow Pages? No. Absolutely not, no. No. You go to... The pizza section. It's the same thing if you're a recruiter. If I'm looking for an exhaust systems engineer in Detroit, those are the keywords I'm going to use. You have to use the same keywords to be found. So on your resume, in your LinkedIn profile, please, please put in the words that are going to allow a recruiter or a hiring manager to find you for the job you want to do. It's pretty simple. 
And if you don't know what words to use, here comes the cheat. Folks listening to this, don't share this with anybody else because then they'll figure it out and you won't get to use this. So here's what you do. You go to LinkedIn. You figure out what title, what job you want to do. You go to LinkedIn. You put those keywords in. You run a search. Up pop the people that, that you found. You're probably not there. So take the first two that pop up. Read them. Find out what words they used, what keywords they used to be found. And duplicate what they've done and then add another one just for fun. So you'll come up first. It's huh. not that hard. Excellent. Wow. That, again, like I said, the most, probably the most value we've gotten in that segment, David, from, from anybody I'm, who's been on this show I'm yet. I'm having fun. I'm Good. Doing, I'm glad you are. I'm cooking with gas. I'm having well, fun. Here's here. It's time to, to turn up the heat then, because we're going to do the last three little questions here. Uh, you, you've probably heard them done. They're kind of the more rapid fires. It's, it might be a one word answer and that works, but don't be afraid to, uh, to talk a little bit more in depth, uh, if you'd like. So, uh, the final three questions, are you ready, my friend? Yep. Sounds good. So first thing, David, what, what is the number one thing you think is wrong with the way that the modern job search works? People apply for jobs. We talked about this. Okay. People apply for jobs. And, and why that's wrong is it's reactive. People wait until they see something posted somewhere rather than figuring out where their skills can be applied and going out and solving someone's problem. And if you want to put this into, into you know, monetary terms, the hidden job market is hidden because not that – so in America, in North America, the vast majority of jobs are in the SMBs, the small and medium-sized businesses. Right. Small and medium-sized businesses don't have 350 to $500 to post an ad every month to find a position. They don't. And they're not going to use a recruiter. They're not. So the jobs aren't really hidden. They're there. The needs are there. You just don't see them posted. So stop applying for jobs. You know, Start to leverage the hidden job market. And the way you do that is with, is with the monster hack, where you use your skills to find the companies that need your skills. And then you look for the companies that compete with those companies. Maybe they're not advertising because they're not big enough. It's a long answer, but th that is the major thing with the job market today. People go after posted jobs, and it's just, it's, it's, you're missing 90% of it. And what's really unfortunate is that, again, this is my business hat on, the 90% of the companies that could use your skills, because they're, they're a small and medium-sized business, and mm -hmm. your skills would make the difference to, for them growing, yeah. are never going to get to meet you because they didn't, because they didn't, post a job and maybe you didn't know you could do this. So stop being lazy, you know, go after the entire job, go after the entire market. That's, I, that's I, excellent I advice. Said, I shouldn't have said lazy. People aren't lazy. They just don't know. I apologize. Uh, that's fair. But either way, that, that is great advice in, in that, again, you can, you might see all these big companies hiring, but that's the tip of the iceberg. The rest is below yep. the waves. So that, that's great. And then, you know, the other thing I wanted to add on to that was, uh, you know, even if, uh, you are in a job right now, whether you love it or hate it, you still need to be looking because it sucks to be thrown out to the world one day where it's awful and cold and have, have to cold start that job hunt too, which yep. is just awful. So next question, 
David, what's the number one thing that you've seen with the modern job hunt everyone doesn't do that they should be doing? People, again, it's going to come back to people apply for jobs. Got it. And for the same reasons you just described of looking for the the ice below the water. Yep. Do do your top 10, uh, do your list of top 10 companies. It's 10. The FBI has a top 10 list. Right. Not a top 12 list or a top 50 list. It's a top 10 list because that's what you can imagine. That's what you can manage while you're focusing. Got it. Got it. So no billboard with top 100 then, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the music does people anybody, have it wrong. Does, any, does anybody remember number 199, 98, 97? No. That's very but true. When you get to 10, you remember 10, 9, and you remember 3, 2, and 1. You got it. Yeah. Good deal. Last one. What's your number one LinkedIn tip? Um, go and uh, search for your position that you want and figure out how to, and we talked about a couple minutes ago, how to search engine optimize yourself so that you get found. And, 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 and I, I'd like to, to offer one specific tip that you didn't touch on. Go for it. Everybody messes up. When you create your resume and you save it in a Word document or a, a PDF, most people save it under the, the, the title resume. Oh my God! You know what it's like being a recruiter when you're doing a skill search in a database, <laughs> I twenty thousand people for a you know a C plus plus you know manager or something like that, and all of a sudden you get a, all this data thrown back at you, and it says resume, 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 resume. Stop! Stop! If you're going to save your resume, save it as if you're a project manager, say you know project manager with X Y Z experience resume. Sales manager with experience resume. Five-star customer service manager. Use something creative so that when I or another recruiter, and there's like a quarter million of us in America, when we do a search, um, we don't get a result back that says resume. It says what's on the resume. And that makes you stand out. So I read that first. I love that. Label the product. Don't oh, just hit, like. I'm going to remember that part. Label the product, please. Yep, label the product. Like if you're shopping for something in a store, you don't just grab a random can off the shelf. You it has to have a label. It's soup. It's exactly. green beans. It's whatever it that's might be. Brilliant. So brilliant. So you don't. That's and for a recruiter, David, that, that is so. That that's such a simple thing to do. Like that is that is literally one of our uh, our five minute fixes for like my in my newsletter. We have the five minute resume fix. And that is such a, a critical one. That's a five-second fix almost of I, label label your stuff. Like, wow, that's so good. Can I Excellent. do one more? Just, Go for just it. One more. Go for so, it, man. On your, on your LinkedIn profile, if I find you and I think you're fabulous, <clears throat> I don't want to have to send you a LinkedIn invitation. Could you please put either your email address mm-hmm. or your phone number? Get that contact info out out there. Get a Google phone number for free, by the way. Right. Put it in your summary right at the top so I don't got to go looking. Because in the recruiting world, I mean, we work on retainers, so we get paid bags of gold before we do anything. 
99% of recruiters are on contingency, which means they don't get paid until somebody they put forward gets hired. So um, normally when an employer hires a recruiter on contingency, they'll hire 10 of them. So it's a race to get the person's resume. Ooh, okay. Oh, this is new. This is a whole other discussion. But it's a race to get the person's resume um, on that hiring manager's desk. This is real. This is, you know, this is a quarter million people doing this every single day. So if someone needs to take 10 minutes to find your resume, but they can take 15 seconds to find someone else's, call them, have a quick chat and forward it through, what do you think they're going to do? Unless you are absolutely more outstanding than everybody else that has your position, you'd be best off to make it as easy as possible for the recruiters to find out if you're interested in a role. Man, the last five minutes of this show here could be an episode on its own, David. That is, there is, there is, I have some episodes way in the back catalog. They're good. They were good for the time, but man, the five minutes we've just had right here around these three questions has been, I think that has more information than a couple of my, uh, my episodes that I'm, I'm not as, uh, skilled at, you know, like almost a year ago, which is just crazy. So I just, wow. You, you, you ask great questions. And if I can say something, uh, to close, if that's I, go I mean, for it, yeah. I, I, you know, you're gonna chop this up any way you want to, um, but everything that I've talked about tonight is in that book I sent you. Awesome. That's available on Amazon, which you can buy Absumo for a buck, or go to mynewjobhunt.com and get for free. Um, and it's called Diary of a Successful Job Hunter. Uh, practical tips, tricks, and tactics to land your dream job in any economy, something like that. But I know the opening. I don't remember the subtitle. But That's the point right. is, if you go to mynewjobhunt.com, you can't miss it, and you can download it for free. And everything we've talked about is in that book because that's the that's – the, I think we talked about this the other day. That's the journal that, that, that Greg Quirk kept when I was coaching him through the job search boot camp. And because it, because his keeping the journal was payment instead of cash, um, sure, I, get yeah. to ha- I get to have the book. I mean, I, I think I ex- told you I expected maybe two or three thousand words out of him as he blogged about this thing. It's fifty-two thousand and seventy words. It's a freaking book. It's unbelievable. It's a book. I could take it to my publisher at Wiley now, and have it turned into a book and sold on Amazon. Not going to do that. Um, I want people to go download it for free. Go through the stuff, get a job, turn around, tell your three friends who are stuck how to do it for themselves. Nice. And when all that is done and America's back on, t- on back on track and back on top, we can talk about how we're all going to go and save the rest of the world. But in the meantime, we've got to get our own house in order. And this is the fastest, easiest way to do it that I can help with anyway. Fair enough. Well, that's awesome. And you know, you almost stole, stole my last question. Oh, here, I'm David. sorry. And, oh, I'm don't sorry. be, don't be because you, you gave so much in this entire interview and I, I wanted you to have the chance to, to get your stuff out there to people. Um, if they were to not only, you know, head to that website, grab that download, maybe even buy your book, where else would they find you out in the realms of cyberspace? You know, so the, the, the easiest way to find my stuff and I have a, I have a million words in print. Woo, so it's a lot it's of writing. A lot. It's a, <laughs> and, and, and I'm a reluctant writer. This is, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't set out to do this. So my new jobhunt.com for job hunters. PerryMartel.com for recruiting. I don't think anyone's going to do that on here. But uh, if you want to have fun, then just go to Google and type in, in brackets or in parentheses, Rogue Recruiter. Because the Rogue Recruiter stuff will bring up the Wall Street Journal article where they nickname me the Rogue Recruiter. And then that article led to the cover story in Fortune magazine about six months later. I think it was May 2009. So I've got a whole bunch of stuff that I've thrown out there under my pen name as Rogue Recruiter. So that's another easy way to find Very cool. Really uh, cool tips uh, to close. If that's Go I mean, for it, yeah. I, I, you know, you're going to chop this up any way you want to. Um, but everything that I've talked about tonight is in that book I sent you. Awesome. That's available on Amazon, which you can buy, AppSumo, for a buck, or go to mynewjobhunt.com and get for free. Um, and it's called Diary of a Successful Job Hunter. Uh, practical tips, tricks, and tactics to land your dream job in any economy. Go to mynewjobhunt.com. You can't miss it, and you can download it for free. And everything we've talked about is in that book because that's the that's the I think we talked about this the other day. That's the journal that 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 Greg Quirk kept when I was coaching him through the job search boot camp. And because it, because his keeping the journal was payment instead of cash, sure, uh, I, yeah. get have, I get to have the book. I mean. I, I think I ex- told you I expected maybe two or three thousand words out of him as he blogged about this thing. It's fifty-two thousand and seventy words. It's a freaking book. It's unbelievable. It's a book. I could take it to my publisher at Wiley now, and have it turned into a book and sold on Amazon. Not going to do that. Um, I want people to go download it for free, go through the stuff, get a job, turn around, tell your three friends who are stuck how to do it for themselves. Nice. And when all that is done and America's back on, t- back on track and back on top, we can talk about how we're all going to go and save the rest of the world. But in the meantime, we've got to get our own house in order. And this is the fastest, easiest way to do it that I can help with anyway. As we draw this episode to a close, remember, you are worth more than your work. Your value to society is not dictated by what you do to pay your bills. Job hunting is difficult, no matter your age, gender, location, or background, and it's both acceptable and to your benefit to seek every bit of help in conquering this challenge. For more from Recruiting Hell, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player or our YouTube channel, and don't forget to leave a review of the show if your podcast platform allows it. It's tremendously helpful. Connect with Rob via LinkedIn. Be sure to visit recruiting-hell.com to subscribe to our newsletter. And of course, follow the show all across social media. Just look for the orange and blue flame logo. Recruiting Hell is a production of Westport Studios and is proudly made in Wisconsin. Lastly, be sure to visit and support our sponsors. They make it possible to do this show and make it better every single week. Remember, your job hunt is a marathon, not a sprint. And Recruiting Hell will be here to help you keep pace. Thanks for listening. Hey folks, it's Rob. Are you looking for a new opportunity in an up-and-coming industry that can help you get out of recruiting hell? 
Coinlist, one of the fastest growing companies in the cryptocurrency space, is hiring. That's right, they not only support this show because they believe in it, but they believe that there's great talent to be found in this audience. Generous comp, great flexibility, incredible benefits, a strong culture, and a powerhouse team sound like a fit for you? Head to www.coinlist.co slash jobs and apply today. That's www.coinlist.co slash jobs. And be sure to let them know that you found them here on Recruiting Hell.